Hello, I am Kim Pitzer, Superintendent of the Miami Trace Local School District. Welcome to another episode of the Panther Cast, where we discuss topics that make Panther Nation MT proud. In this episode, Josh Mullen hosts high school teacher and Quiz Bowl advisor Andrea Johnson, along with Miami Trace High School students and Quiz Bowl members Levi Morrison, Blake Steele, and Emma Trimble. Thank you for joining us today. Before we start, can you introduce yourselves? I'm Blake Steele. I'm a junior, and I've been in Quiz Bowl for three years now. I'm Emma Trimble. I'm a sophomore, and this is my second year. I'm Levi Morrison. I'm a sophomore, and I've been doing Quiz Bowl for two years now. Um, I'm Andrea Johnson, and I'm one of the Quiz Bowl coaches, along with Jackie Montgomery. And this is my second year as a coach, and Jackie has been doing it for much longer than I have. I'm not sure exactly how long, at least 10 years. Oh, wow. Uh, So for our listeners who may have never heard of Quiz Bowl, can you explain to them what it is and what a typical competition looks like? Yeah, so Quiz Bowl is basically like academic trivia from a bunch of different um, disciplines. They've got questions from anything from math to science to literature, art, um, pretty much anything these guys can have thrown at them. And basically, um, a typical match is they have 24 what are called toss-up questions where the kids have to buzz in and answer individually. And then if someone on their team gets the answer correct on the toss-up, the team gets three additional bonus questions that they get to talk to each other about in order to answer. So it must get pretty competitive then. Oh, yeah. It's pretty intense, um, especially, you know, if the matches are close. um, You know, it's it's very intellectually tiring. I I know I always feel tired at the end, even when I'm just reading um, the questions to them. So I know that they're definitely tired at the end as well. So how many uh, players do you have on the team this year? We have 10 people on the team this year, a bit larger than last year. So I heard you guys did pretty good last year. Do you want to tell me all about it? Yeah, so in the regular season, we ended up being 11-1. and And then when we went into the tournament, um, we did better than we expected. And we ended up 6-0. and Wow. Uh, What led you guys to join Quiz Bowl in the first place? Um, for me, it was an email from Miss Montgomery saying, I heard you're really good at history, <laughs> and I ended up joining. Honestly, my reading teacher, Miss Olaker, said that it looked good on college applications, so I joined. I originally joined Quiz Bowl because my mom thought that I would like it and, and I needed something to do after school in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, so the kids did really well last year. Um, they were able to finish the tournament as FAC champions, so that was really exciting. So after the tournament, is there any like higher level competition? Yeah, we were able to go to a state level tournament and participate in that. Um, And so that was a good experience for them because the questions were a lot harder. So we got to see kind of another level of competition. And last year, um, all of our matches were virtual, but then the state tournament was actually in person. So that was the first time that we were able to actually compete in person last year. So that was that was really fun as well to be able to get back to that one um, or that in-person competition. So were there additional challenges to competing virtually compared to in-person? Um, definitely. Some of the more notable ones were definitely issues with internet connection or the online buzzer system that we used. That's most of them. But So be honest, did you have any wins because someone else lost internet? No, I do not believe so. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> it would have been fun. The biggest problem was unmuting and staying muted. 
you'd be surprised. You think you click mute and you're not muted. Mm -hmm. And everyone just heard everything you just said. That's fantastic. Or the other way around where I can see their lips moving and know they're answering, but I can't hear them. And so then it's, yeah, it's much better being back in person this year. At tournaments, one of us thought we were um, on mute and making a joke about uh, the speaker, and we were not on mute. It was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was a, that was a challenge. <laughs> that was a learning experience. That's funny. Um, <laughs> trying to think. So speaking of being back in person, uh, how are you guys doing this year? Um, this year we're eight and two. We're actually second in the league right now. Um, Jackson's ahead of us. We hope to beat them in the tournament and maybe get over top of them. Yeah, so our two losses so far this year um, have been one loss to Jackson, one loss to Uniota, and then um, so each time we have a match, we play two games per team. So with Jackson, we split one and one, and then with Uniota, we split one and one. And then all the other teams um, so far, we've you know gone 2-0 against. And then we have one match left this year against Washington Courthouse next um, next week. So I'd imagine there's a lot of practicing that goes into this. Do you all have um, a specific subject that you practice, and what does that look like? Um, so my subject is mostly um, history, politics, government, and um, current affairs, kind of. And I, I really don't study. Um, my motto is, if I don't know it, I don't know it. I feel like you just kind of naturally, like... Yeah. You yeah. read a lot, watch a lot of documentaries. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that subject just interests you, so yeah. you have a lot of background knowledge about it. Yeah, I'm assuming you don't pick a lot of subjects you're not interested in. So it's probably good to have a team of several people where you can all have your own strengths. Emma, what would you say your strengths are? Um, you know, my strengths just going for it. You know, sometimes I learned it in school or it happened. I don't know. You want to repeat that part where you said I learned them all at Miami Trace. <laughs> You typically get our math questions correct. That's definitely your strength. So I would say that my strong suits are that my strong suit is definitely history, but I can also do a little bit of most subjects, with the exception of like English. So we know your strengths, and we know some of you practice a little more than others. But what does a typical practice look like? So practices for us usually consist of us just going through like questions that have been used previously because a lot of the times the group that we get our questions from will reuse questions they've already written but some days when there aren't very many people at practices we'll just do like geography stuff or focus on one specific topic and just try to study a bit more of that if we've been missing a lot of questions on that subject recently yeah our team weakness has to be geography um there are so many rivers (laughs) in the entire world that you've never heard of that you'll hear Lakes. anything, really. I feel like um, artists as well. I feel like yeah. we don't have really anybody who's really strong with all of the different artists in the world. Do any of you have a favorite memory from your time during Quiz Bowl? I think my favorite memory is getting to go to States last year because we just like all got to go on the bus together and it was a bunch of fun. Blake and Kaylee did not show up, but it was still fun without them. My favorite memory would definitely be winning the FAC last year just because it's such a large milestone for, well, not necessarily a milestone, but just something that you wouldn't expect to accomplish your freshman year or your first year in Quiz Bowl. So. Oh, that's pretty great. Um, so we, 
We talked about uh, some of the stuff you did remotely, but do you have any other embarrassing or funny moments during competition you want to tell about? Well, Blake, I'll let you tell this one. <laughs> At our most recent match, um, there's a question about amendments to the Constitution. Oh. Um, Levi and I are both involved in history questions, and a lot of times we bicker back and forth about what we think is right. And this one particular time, the answer was the 12th Amendment. And Levi said 12, but I said 25, and I said 25, and we were completely wrong. I more meant the Hamilton one from the Greenfield match, but... Another time. <laughs> um, He's got a whole list. I do have a whole list. Um, so when you buzz, it makes a sound. Um, and I click the buzzer, and normally I'm always the first person who buzzes. And I just blurted out the answer. I didn't even think twice about it. And Miss Johnson goes, Blake, you didn't buzz in. Or you didn't. Yeah, he didn't buzz in first. I turn, and the other team's light is lit. And I went, oh. And I sat back in my chair. <laughs> and the other team did, in fact, get the question right. But only because of you, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. Right. So I, I feel like that happens on a lot of game shows. You see, like, someone, they're so excited, they buzz in, and then the next person just blurts the answer. Have any of you or any of your classmates stolen an answer from someone in one? I don't think we've ever actually stolen an answer from the other team. One of the nice things is if the other team buzzes in early and they get the question wrong, um, the other team can still answer. So you kind of have the benefit of hearing the rest of the question, having a little bit more time to think. Plus, you already know one of the potential wrong answers. So I think that makes it a little bit easier to potentially get the right answer. Sometimes we definitely hint it, though, at the other team. Like, for example, one time uh, the question was a little obvious, we thought. And Blake goes, oh, well, they're all dudes. They wouldn't know the answer. And... um. We were all like, oh my gosh, Blake, you just gave away the answer to the other team. And the answer was bras. So, but they didn't get it right. So worked out for us. <laughs> so for our audience at home, to get a better picture of what Quiz Bowl is like, we're going to simulate Quiz Bowl right now with some sample questions. Take it away. All right, here we go, guys. In this colony, John Peter Zinger was acquitted of libeling Governor William Cosby, which helped establish freedom of the press. The Stamped Act Congress was held in this colony's federal hall. John Burgoyne failed to establish control of this colony's Hudson River Valley and was defeated in this colony at the Battle of Saratoga. For 10 points, name this home colony of Alexander Hamilton. Uh, New York. New York is correct. <laughs> nice job. Do you guys want another one? Why not? All right, here's another question. Heron's formula calculates the area of this type of shape. The orthocenter is found at the intersection of the altitudes of this shape. If the side lengths of this shape are all different, this shape is scalene. Uh, triangle. <laughs> Correct. Nice job. A speech by this man reflects that if he had sneezed after an assassination attempt, he would have been unable to assist the Albany movement or support the Southern Christian Leadership Conference during the Birmingham campaign. This man declared, we aren't going to let dogs or water hoses turn us around in his I've been to the mountaintop speech. Uh, MLK. That is correct. Who's on it today? I am on it. These are my <laughs> questions. <laughs> okay, I have one more. This literary character usurps the throne of King Pastoria and is succeeded by Pastoria's daughter after she escapes from the witch Mombi. 
This character travels from Omaha in a hot air balloon and is apprenticed to Glinda to learn real magic. He uses stage tricks to appear as a monster and a floating Er, head. The Wizard of Oz? That is correct. All right, so those are just a couple examples of the different types of questions that the kids have during matches. So to close out, we've got a pop quiz question for you. If it came down to it, if it was Mrs. Johnson and Mrs. Montgomery versus the students, who's winning? I think um, Miss Johnson and Miss Montgomery, by a long shot, would beat us. Miss um, Montgomery and Miss Johnson know so much about so many different topics that I wouldn't expect they knew. Not in a bad way, but they always impress me. I agree. I think it could go either way, depending on the <laughs> questions. But I think that m- most of the questions, well, most question sets, they would be able to beat us out. That if it was primarily primarily focused on specific topics that we were better at, then we might be able to. Luckily, Mrs. Montgomery and I have the advantage. She's got the science and math, and I've got the English side. Now, if it was all the history and government questions, we're definitely, uh, definitely at a disadvantage there. Um, one thing that we do every year Um, is we always have a staff versus students quiz bowl match so that we invite all of the different teachers at the high school to have a match against the students. And this year, I will say the staff members did win that match against the students. Um, So luckily, when we've got people from all the different disciplines, we can uh, we can usually beat the students. (laughs) Yes. So that's an that's always fun to, uh, you know, see the different things that some of the staff members know that we are surprised by. Yeah, that's the best. Well, it's been great chatting with you all and learning more about Quiz Bowl. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Best of luck to you all as you finish out your season. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for for having having us. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the PantherCast. We hope you will return for the next episode in March as we get a sneak peek behind the scenes of this year's high school musical, Brawl Dolls Willy Wonka.